Yeah. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show, LE2B, Last Exit of Brooklyn. I'm Tom McCaffrey. I'm here with Eric B. Rate and review this podcast. Subscribe. Join our Patreon, Last Exit of Brooklyn. Um, and uh, buy Silk City Hot Sauce. That's our sponsor. Go to SilkCityHotSauce.com. Use the promo code Brooklyn. You get a discount, 20% off. Big show today. Yeah, very big. We're having some big shows lately. We have big shows. Yeah, last time we had Stephen Toblowski, the yeah. actor, the great actor. Yeah, he, that was awesome. Um, and today uh, we we have a guest coming on. I'll introduce yeah. her in a second. Um, do you want to talk before we bring her on? Or? Yeah, she's coming in a second. Uh, how's your how's things going with you? Uh, pretty good. I um I've been you know I I've been following this Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial <laughs> yeah. because I just been on my computer and like I you know I wasn't really interested. In it in it at all but then like i saw on youtube i was on youtube and they it's like live streaming and um this was like such a huge mistake by him because it's just he brought brought it against her as a defamation because she wrote an op-ed mm-hmm. and he just didn't think about the optics because all day all it is is her lawyers reading texts and you know the whole thing is that she said he was abusive and he's saying he wasn't abusive, but every it's just all day. He's like, okay, so uh, I'm going to read some text. So you said, uh, Amber heard is a cunt and I want to burn her and <laughs> kill her tonight. Like literally he's like, what? and he's like, well, that was taken out of context, you know? Oh, like, wow. And then it's like, and you said you weren't abusive. Like, tell us a story about when you uh, drank three bottles of whiskey on a flight and then took opioids and took cocaine and were smoking weed. Like, do you remember what you said to her that time? And he's like, yes, I remember. And I'm like, really? You remember <laughs> when you were blackout drunk? <laughs> and like, let's play that video of you throwing glasses right next to her head. And I'm like, I'm not even kidding. This is like completely true. He's like, yes, but I never hit her. I'm like, dude, you know how bad this makes you look? You're just yeah. ruining your reputation. Yeah, he should have just uh, let it go. Um, uh, Is our guest here? Yeah, I see her uh, Her name on the... Well, um, maybe he's not in yet. But yeah, I mean, oh, I don't okay. know if this is going to hurt his. Uh, hurt oh, his. Well, it's it. I it just isn't safe because I mean, you know, the, they're the lawyers like playing it. He he. There's so many bad things that I guess maybe there's nuance to, but like when you're just hearing someone read these things out of context over and over, it just it makes him look so crazy. Mm-hmm. And then it's like yesterday they were like. So tell us about, um, so you were hanging out with Marilyn Manson doing drugs all night. Tell us about that. It's like, (laughs) yeah, tell us about that time you were doing drugs with that other guy who's been accused of sexual abuse and violence. (laughs) Christ. (laughs) You know, um, yeah. What? You think his career is done now? Well, the thing is, I, I guess I hadn't really been following him or anything, but like, Apparently, that's why he brought this is because it was done. So, like, no one would hire him. But mm. the thing that's so annoying is, like, he's like, no one will hire me. And it's like, well, dude, I mean, y- you made, like, $800 million. How about just, like, you know, go on with your life? Like, may- you know, why do you need? And have you heard the story where they're, like, he basically was like, oh, yeah, my my accountants and everyone, they stole $700 million from me. And it's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> how? First of all, how did you have that kind of money? I could see him having that kind of money, but, but then like, I'm supposed to be sympathetic that you had a billion dollars and lost it. Like, I'm sorry, but like you did nine pirates movies. Like it's, 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 you should have put away a hundred million dollars, you know? Yeah. I mean, I understand these guys. Well, didn't, was that story with him where he uh, bought Hunter Thompson's uh, 
ashes and fired it into the ocean for like a million dollars. Was that him or was that Nicolas Cage? I yeah, that was guys. him, yeah. which is just like, I'm supposed to be sympathetic that like you're, you're running out of money. It's like, well, then don't fucking shoot ashes out of a cannon. Right. Um, and he was spending, I mean, literally it was like a half million dollars a month on wine or something. Jesus. So I don't, and the, the other thing people are like, oh, he looks like shit, you know, but like, dude, he, he, he's been doing cocaine and pills and drinking 10 bottles of wine a day for four decades. He looks amazing. <laughs> he looks better than I do when I get back from the fucking gym. <laughs> um, do you think this is, you, what? do you think his career is over though for this? You, you know, it's really hard to tell nowadays. I think it, I think it, this seems like if he was unemployable before this, I don't know how he's going to be employable after this. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like literally you should hear the, the shit that's being read. And then it's like, um, they, they have audio of him. Like they, they played an audio of him yesterday and you know, um, it's supposed to be that he's like, I never abused her and she was abusive to me. It's like, he's in a hotel room waste and he's trying to like cut himself with a knife. And she's like trying to stop him from cutting. So he just sound, he just sounds insane. Yeah. So it's kind of like in the realm of possibility that someone who's blackout drunk, throwing shit, trying to stab himself, like might have been a, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I don't know in this culture now, I feel like it, it might even help him because now he's more in the consciousness. So I feel like mm. someone will give him a job. You know plus, what I mean? Plus everyone loves a comeback. So he could act like, ah, uh, I I've quit drugs, alcohol. I've straightened my ways up. You know, everyone always loves that. The Robert Downey Jr. Thing. So, um, you know, yeah. Get, so maybe that, um, but I, yeah, like I said, it seems like it, but you know, also with social media and all this, I think what it is is like, he's like, no one will hire me, but it's like, he doesn't understand like the template of, movies and stuff is is because first of all, he's not going to be in pirates of the caribbean anymore like disney yeah. is already like a mess so like they're not yeah. going to fucking hire this guy who literally they, you've just been hearing text read call he literally oh this is another thing it's like so tell us about that time you cut your finger and then you started writing in blood on the wall um amber heard is <laughs> a whore you know and it's like that sounds crazy, you know, and he's like, yeah. well, I was doing that. And it's like, you just sound, that's an insane person doing, you know what I mean? So would, it be, would it be a real stretch that you'd be like, oh, you're writing shit insults in blood to like hitting her in the face? <laughs> it's like, I think he thinks like, well, I never hit her in the face, but they have a video of him like throwing a glass like right next to her head. It's just like, yeah. well, dude, that's abuse. <laughs> like, yeah, I know you're pretty sure he probably did hit her. Is our guest here? I can't even. Our guest is not. I see her in. name, but I don't know. Is she? All right. Yeah. No Hello. Response. Yeah. Maybe Sarah? it's just not not connecting. All right. We'll keep going. Do you, do you want to text her? Or, I don't know. Yeah. Let's see what's. Do you have on. her? Info? Yeah. So uh, what else? One another interesting thing is I saw the uh, on Broadway uh, American Buffalo last night. Oh, you saw that? How was? It? Yeah. I mean, it had a big big cast there. Yeah, it was good. It's Lawrence Fishburne, Sam Rockwell. And Darren Chris, um, Sam Rockwell, yeah, he's a shit. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty amazing because it's like I was, you know, pretty good seats. I think I was in like the fourth row, and what? yeah, it's kind of incredible. You're just like, oh, that's Lawrence Fish, Lawrence Fishburne, and Sam Rockwell acting like like ten feet away from me. Um, yeah, it was good. I mean, I, it's it's not that it was it was good because it wasn't that long. That's that's, really that's, like long, long. that's Matt. That's David Mamet, right? Yeah, it's Mamet and. Um, I, I think um, 
Do you know if he's from Chicago? I, th- I think he's from Ch- so Dennis Franz is uh, the guy who played it originally. I think mm-hmm. in Chicago, and I think that's who um, Sam Rockwell was playing the same character. Sam Rockwell is oddly kind of it was very like I could see Dennis Franz playing that part. Um, yeah, Sam Rockwell is like is I mean not that this is like shedding any light on this, but yeah, he's like a real actor actor guy. I think he started in the theater. Yeah. And Lawrence Fishburne too. He was, he was great. I, I kind of forgot like, Oh yeah. Lawrence Fishburne's like, like an amazing actor. He's been around forever. Um, yeah. I, I met him a couple of times, believe it or not. Lawrence Fishburne. He's like, a f- you did. Yeah. Kind of through a friend of my brothers and stuff. Oh, there we Hi. go. Oh, okay. <laughs> we were worried about you for a second. No, don't worry. I'm right here. I was like, you know, Zoom has that thing where you can install the the client or whatever, or you can work from the website. It wasn't going through the website, so I had to download and reinstall. <laughs> oh, okay. Got uh, it. Okay. All right. So let's okay. go, let's give the intro for our awesome guest. Okay. Wow. Well, we have a we have a special guest, um, Sarah J. How are you? <laughs> I'm fantastic. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for joining us. No, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Um, I. I was going to, so I don't know how, what, what the correct way to describe it is. Um, would you say you're an adult film star? You can call me whatever you want. Wow, okay. I have no uh, hangups about that at all. I'm a, I'm a fuck star. I'm an adult okay. film star. I'm a porn actress. I'm a pornographer. I'm all those things and I have no shame about it. Okay, cool. Well, that's a good way to start. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> And you're from uh, Ohio, right? I am originally from wow. Ohio. That's where I was uh, born. Cincinnati. Yep. WKRP. <laughs> is that the um? Is is that like the first thing people say? They they all think that they're being original by saying that. Like, hey, WKRP, right? Not always. Like, Sometimes it's like a Bengals or a Reds reference. Uh, you know, <laughs> oh, right. Gamble comes up occasionally. Like, we got a couple <laughs> things. We're also home of the Nike Cowboy and Carmen Electra. Oh, wow. really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oddly enough. <laughs> Sweet. I used to love Carmen Electra. Yeah. Um, so get it. Eric, do you have, I have a bunch of things. I want to make I'll let you, I'll let you start fire away. I'll chime in when. Uh... Okay. So, so I, um, I'm, you know, forgive me if like my questions are really boring because you, they, they probably asked this uh, over and over, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just so how did you like so how did you get started doing that like what was it a thing that um you wanted to do or was it something you because I was watching something um I was watching an interview with um you were watching porn I was watching no no I was watching um an interview with um uh Ginger Lynn Ginger Allen mm-hmm. and uh, is that her name yeah and um she was telling me how she got started how it was like I think but this was like this was kind of way back where she had entered a, an ad in the back of the, a newspaper. I think it was for modeling. And I wish they, I could have found that ad. <laughs> yes. So like, that would have made so my what, life so much easier. <laughs> so what happened? Did you, how did you get started? You no, know, I wanted to do it really bad. And um, I didn't know how to get started. There was one girl that I worked with at the strip club that um, she'd done a couple movies and I just kept on harassing her like to get me a job, you know, (laughs) and she did get me a job and it didn't really lead anywhere. Um, 
a job a job in the industry yeah 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 like my first um my first two scenes she kind of like connected me with the people but um the first scene it didn't ever get released and then the second scene it got released but it didn't really lead to more work you know so um I was still out there like kind of hustling my name and telling people that I wanted to shoot and stuff and I took some polaroid pictures to the library scanned them in onto my floppy disk and then took them home and started sending them out to anybody I could find an email address for in the adult industry. And the first one you did, what what was that like? You would want it. You said you wanted to do it. So was it what you thought it would be like, or was it weird? So you weren't, you weren't nervous the first time because I think you really wanted I was not nervous at all. (laughs) You weren't? It's like, it worked kind of against me a little bit because whoever did the casting for the very first movie I was in, they put two newbies together, which you never put two new people together, you know? Mm. And um, I was like, so excited. I probably scared the shit out of this guy. Now that I look back on it, (laughs) I'm like, oh my God, no wonder why he couldn't perform. Like I was, I was very enthusiastic. So he couldn't, he couldn't perform. <laughs> so oh, okay. so no. you can like overdo it as an actress. To, oh, like yeah. for sure. I mean, I think even just as a person, like, right. You know, I've got a really high sex drive. And if you're not ready for that or ready to like match me with that, it could be a little intimidating. Right. Wow. And who is this guy? Is he out of the business now? Right. He's no, probably, he I, probably quit after that. I, yeah. I don't think that his career went anywhere after that scene really. Uh, no, I wouldn't. The I, would imagine. Scene I did went pretty well, but again, I was like so enthusiastic. And I think I had like a little misrepresentation of what my job was supposed to be. Like as a young girl, I'm thinking like a porn star needs to be like the best fucker ever. Mm-hmm. You know, like I need to be able to like do all the things. And um, so, is that not true? It's not true. You are supposed to be a performer for the duration of time that they need you to perform. Right. Not necessarily the best fucker. Because if so, you're too good, it'll end it too fast. That's exactly uh, what happened. My first uh, actual scene scene that got released. Like I, I made him come in like two minutes. And I was like, yeah, look at me go. And they were like, oh, God, we got to do this all over again. I was like, oh. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. um, like the that average makes sense that. How, yeah. Can I wait? So how do you yeah. how do you change that? How do you like become not good at it? <laughs> there has to be some communication between you and your partner. You know, they have to let you know if what you're doing feels too good or if it's like too much. And then you have to like back off, you know, it's definitely a communication thing. What would you say the average scene, like you see these scenes, these clips, a porno scene is like, is it a half hour or something like that? It, Cause I know some um, of them, they cut them up more. I'm not sure what, what, you, what it usually is. Yeah. You know, it's changed over the years. Like, but as far as raw footage, when I first started, we, our goal was like to get like about an hour of raw footage and um now that is not the case thankfully um you know editing has become much easier and i think you know the directors have become much better at um, shooting in a way that we don't have a lot of extraneous content so um yeah like i think most of our boy girl scenes 30 45 minutes so, and how has it changed since you, when was the first one you did? Like 2002? Uh, around there, like probably 
closer to 2000. Um, yeah. So how, was- how has it changed in the last, like, what, what was the template at that point? I mean, that was the internet was around, but it wasn't real. There were no like sites, right? Right, like- right. There was like information pages that you could go to. And like, if you went to like hustler.com, it might have like, you know, magazine covers from their latest releases or, uh, VHS box covers from their latest releases. Maybe it might have like a little article about the new model or something like that. So it was more like information type stuff on the internet. Um, Yeah. You know, you primarily at the time you would work for production houses and you would go to work and you would shoot a scene and you would get paid a check. Where did you, where did you start in, in California? Um, My first two scenes that didn't really do much were in Vegas and then I actually went to New York and um that it just so happened that that's who replied to my emails with all my pictures was a uh producer from New York and he was also producing the exotic dancer award show which is held every year in Vegas and he said uh come you know, it's right up the street. I'll introduce you to everybody I know and we'll we'll talk about like you know what your next steps could be. And um, there was a porn convention going on in Atlantic City. This was October after the original 9-11. You know, I'd already, like I said, I'd already done two scenes at this point, but I hadn't really, hadn't really snowballed at this point, you know? And um, so October, I think I may have been the only person on the airplane. I went to New York and I stayed there for like two weeks and all of these little tiny, um, you know, production companies and websites were just starting to pop up and people were starting to really need content for their um, websites, even if it's like a developing website. But um, this guy was great. His name is Mike Hammer. I owe the world to him. And he like just kind of like guided me and kind of um, put me with people that I could trust and uh, kind of set up a bunch of shoots for me for a couple of weeks and put me through a little porn star boot camp. We did, you know, stuff for magazines and fetish companies and, you know, all different kinds of stuff. Yeah. What is porn star? That sounds like a good, that, that must be way different than the military. Boot camp. <laughs> yeah. You know, like it, it wasn't intentional, I don't think, but he, I, like I stayed at his house, he had like an extra bedroom that me and another girl shared in, um, like in his basement or something. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, he had shoots scheduled for both of us and, um, just kind of guided us through the shoots because these are our, both of our first shoots, you know, like I remember one time, you know, and like as a young girl, long time ago, you know, resolutions, not that great on cameras, like it is now and stuff. And I remember just not necessarily like shaving my pussy every day. <laughs> and, um, we can yeah, I remember him yeah. like, you know, this type of stuff like like he would take a picture and he'd be like he'd look in the camera and you know yeah he'd be like you gotta you gotta shave you know like every day and I was like oh like every day oh my bad okay cool I got it like you can see my pussy hair on there he was like yeah totally I'm like okay cool I guess I'll shave so like just that kind of stuff you know and learning how to um book my own shoots and what to expect and um, yeah, just kind of like the ropes, you know, Wait, what's it? So what's it like, what, like when you would watch yourself like early on? Cause I know like for me, when I watch myself do and like, you know, do stand up or just anything, I'm always <laughs> like, Oh God, what are you doing? Yeah. You know? Or like, so w- is it the same thing? Or are you like, Oh still God. To this day. Still to this day. Absolutely. I tr- 
trying not to watch myself because I have such a good fan base and my fans love me. And I just, you know, I let them be the deciding factor. Like I know that I'm biased, you know, I'm going to be like super critical about my hair, my, you know, fat wrinkle or like, you know, a pimple on my butt or something, but they don't care. And so, um, you know, I just do the best I can and I just put it out there and I try not to look at it too much. (laughs) (laughs) No, getting back to the, uh, pussy hair. I don't know. I can't believe I'm saying, uh, No, someone told me recently, some girl told me, but I have seen no evidence of this, that the Harry Bush is coming back. I'm not sure if that's Harry true. Harry Bush or not. is definitely back. Yeah. yeah. Is it in yeah. that, in the porno industry? Is it, is it coming uh-huh. back there? Really? Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it, I just, I can't participate because like, like my hair is like not enough to be a bush ever. <laughs> like, you know how there's some guys that grow the mustache. It's like 17 hairs on their lips. <laughs> yeah. That's the way my pussy hair is. Yeah. I've got like not enough. I've got not enough to not shave, but I've got not enough to not shave, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's interesting. That's yeah. Well, you ever see those porn pornos like from the seventies there? It is almost disturbing. It's so much hair. You're like, you're almost freaked out by it. Yeah. Like I didn't even know people had that much hair back then or something. Yeah. I mean, every now and then I'll come across a performer that's heard their thing and you're like, okay, cool. Get this side out the way. Okay. Good, you know. <laughs> so what is the, you know, in terms of like the production and stuff, especially like now, as opposed to like when you started, is it, because I feel like has, have the sites like made it harder? I mean, sorry to use that, but like, has it made it more difficult to make money in it? Because that's the thing I always hear is that. Yeah with like these sites a lot of people are just you know you're not getting compensated upload those. can just kind of you're upload actually a hundred percent wrong it's so much really easier to make money it is so much easier to make money there's so many ways to make money you know back in the day you would literally get up and you would go to work and you would do one scene and you would get your paycheck for that and you would go home and that is all until the next day you know maybe you shoot a second scene later but that's it till the next day where I can make money 24 seven, 365. I make money even when I'm sleeping. I get tons and tons of checks in the mail from all the different content that I have all over the internet, you know? And Is that also, do you do like, like OnlyFans yeah. and stuff? I have an OnlyFans, yeah. But I've had my website, sarahj.com for 21 years. Really? Yeah. yeah. And is that and where I, you generate most of your income? I generate most consistent income from there. You know, I don't own OnlyFans. That could disappear tomorrow. So I don't even really count that as part of my mm. income, to be honest with you. Yeah, because you remember there was a short time they were going to take off uh, yeah. dirty material. I, I was like, I told you so. <laughs> I don't own this. You're literally, um, it's almost like YouTube. You know, you're literally just putting content on somebody else's platform, making somebody else rich. Mm. And I'm not saying I'm not going to take a piece of that pie, but I never count on it because it could be taken away from you right now. And yeah. so from your website, is it a lot of like people go to your, so you get directly the money or whatever? Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I, everything you own on your personal website, you know, I have to pay the credit card processors and, um, you know, the servers, but that's, you know, that's just overhead cost. Kind and, of and you said you have a lot, you have a big fan base. Is that, uh, did you cultivate that over the years or it just kind of happened naturally? Yeah. You know, um, a, a little of both, uh, it started happening naturally. And then you're like, Oh, like let's give them what they want. And, 
uh, let's, you know, cater to the fans that have voice that they want you, you know. And what what is your what is your specific niche that you would say? <laughs> I, I saw that like there's there's MILF. Do you yeah. have do you have kids? No. Okay. Well, but right, MILF, so. MILF and porn just means, you know, it basically it means any woman who's over 23, basically. I mean, porn. <laughs> it really it, it honestly just means you look like an adult. Yeah. Right. You okay. know, there's there's, you know, when you look at women, I mean, you're both men, you look at women occasionally at least, and you see women that look like adults and women that look like children. And then there's like a few that are like in the transitional period. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I started doing mill scenes like right away. Like maybe my 10th scene was probably a mill scene. So I, I may have this wrong because I know nothing about this, but someone once told me that the, the uh, actors get paid really it's more not by scene but what they do in the scene is that am I right about this it's or both, you, you get paid per scene but what you what the scene it calls for so like when we get booked you'll get booked for like a boy girl scene or a boy girl girl scene or a blowjob scene or a fetish scene and um yeah depending on the you know how long it's gonna take crossed with like what you're doing in there yeah you know you set your own prices for the most part, or if you have an agent, they do that for you. There's an agent. Wow. I didn't even think of that. There's a lot of agents. Yeah. Right. These days, when I first started, there really wasn't, there was um, one guy that was kind of like an agent, but he really functioned as a, like a directory for like everyone in the industry. Do you, can I, so like you said you have a high sex drive, right? I do. So do you, when you're, when you're performing scenes, do you enjoy it for the most part, or are there a lot of times where it's like a job, like uh, like a job where you're like, yeah. oh god, I got to phone it in today. Another dick. Oh my god. You know that thing of like, oh, you're like, oh, this is amazing. Oh, this is amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, does no. everyone? Everyone has an off day, don't they? Or, yeah, everybody has an off day. I would say like. 90% of my scenes, I am either fully enjoying myself or I'm really trying hard to enjoy myself. Yeah. Wow. It's, Do it's it. rare that I have an off day. And like, I all, also kind of think that like, soon as, you know, I show up on set, this should be like the best part of my day, ideally. Right. Like I'm getting paid and getting sex. Yeah. You know, what so, is the yeah. motto in porn? Is it like, thank God it's Monday. But you know, and they have these awards ceremonies for porn stars and it is an art form because when you watch porn, you could see whether the actresses are really into it or just great mm -hmm. actresses, you can see better performances. And there's some, porn that you watch and you see the people and they're just not really this is like you're, they're not into it and you're just, I'm like right. they, they suck at it they're bad at porn you know? yeah yeah i just had a conversation with a woman recently and um i said you know part of the reason that my job is a skill is because not everybody can do it you know she was saying how she gets like emotionally attached during sex and she just doesn't really enjoy sex unless there's that emotional connection there and i said i completely understand that it's so normal but the reason why I am skilled and I have won awards is because I can detach myself from sex and still make it look as good as it feels. Do you, um, are you in a relationship? Do you have a boyfriend or uh, have you ever had she's, one? She's married to her time? job. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. um, I was actually married for 11 years and um, I've been divorced for a whole bunch more longer than that. Um, 
but yeah, I, you know, I just, it's not really my thing. Like, was that yeah. like, yeah. You, what was that like when, but that, were, yeah, like, that, cause that's always, the, yeah, that's always the thing I always think about with porn stars who are married. Sometimes there's porn stars married to other porn stars. I've seen that too. Uh, that, I don't know that it's got to be, was diff- he like, Oh, cool. Or was he, how did he <laughs> deal with, do with that? Yeah. You know, like, um, he was really secure and just very comfortable with me doing whatever it is that I wanted to do. And he's like, if that's what you want to do, do it. And so I did. Um, and you know, it didn't, that wasn't even why we got divorced or anything. Like it, the job was just a job and he was totally fine with it. Strong man. Have you ever dated any any other people in the industry? No, no, I haven't really dated much at all, to be honest with you. Like my whole life, I've had one husband and one boyfriend, and uh, yeah, like I just I feel like um, I don't really want to compromise my life. I really love everything exactly the way it is, and uh, if something happened and somebody like just fit in easy, that's cool. But if it doesn't, that's cool too. Like I've got a lot of really amazing friends that. I don't think I'm really willing to give up for anybody. And um, you seem really uptight. Yeah. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> um, yeah. You know, I just really enjoy my life the way it is. And uh, things when you're true to yourself, the things that you actually need come to you, you know. Um, go ahead. Were you going to say something? Here? Uh, I, I, you probably get this a lot, but uh, do you have any specific uh, sex act that you prefer or your favorite is your favorite? I love threesomes. I do. I'm bisexual. So if I can have Dick and Pussy in the same, the same bed, that's just great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. One guy okay, and two girls. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Eric had a threesome the other day, but yeah. he was mad. He said the other two guys ignored him. <laughs> <the whole time>. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there you probably get this question a lot too. Is there something you, you're just like, no, I won't do that. Cause I know that there's some yeah, sure. actresses that are like, I won't do that. I don't do anal. That's like a hard no. And, and I don't what, can I ask why? Oh, really? That, that's kind of joint. Yeah. I don't like poop. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like I even the thought that. that like poop could happen. is like scary to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I read, so I read something once uh, some porn star was saying how much, pre-work is done before the anal sex and porn because they have to do all this stuff yes these poor girls put themselves through so much i'm like it's only like a little bit more money you guys like i don't think it's worth what's the how much like like, how much more you know like everybody has their own different hygiene regimen but like you know you hear everything from like um, they don't eat for 24 hours before the scene sometimes or maybe they take like a modium um or like hours and hours of you know, enemas prior. Yeah. It's like preparing for a colonoscopy. Yeah. I guess. yeah, kind of. Right. It's like, um, everybody, like I said, everybody has their own thing, but it's like either one of those or a combination of those. Yeah. If, if they actually showed that in the porn videos, what happens in the time before, I don't think people would even want to watch anal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey, I'm going to take some Imodium. Um, yeah, it's so hot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They also I just, drink nothing but water for the next 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, that would be, even though you would find some people who would be into that. There's, <laughs> there's an audience true. for every niche. Yeah. Um, or also one thing about porn is that um, I, th- you know, they cut, you know, after the sex, which would make sense when, you know, when everyone's done, but 
I always wondered, like, if they stayed on the people after the sex for the, like, that would kind of catch the maybe awkward. Cause I feel like after sex, whenever, when you're done, it's always kind of awkward, no matter the situation. So it's not what awkward is it for like- us anymore. Like after, you know, you've done this for so long, it's not awkward, but I think it would be awkward to watch for sure. Like, yeah. you're like, wait a minute. That whole thing was just fake. And you're like, no, no, it's just like, this is what we're done now. <laughs> <laughs> Right. When you're just standing there and the guy and the guy lost his erection, you're just like, okay, well, I guess we should leave this Taco Bell. (laughs) Right. No, like he'll be standing there with like a limp dick on, you know, at the teacher's desk uh, on the phone, like chewing chewing some gum or something. And uh, I'm picking up my clothes and I'm like, where's the shower? You know? So it's like, yeah. Oh yeah. Is there two showers? Can we, is there another shower I can use? You know? <laughs> We're looking for a towel and yeah. Then yeah, yeah. No, that is always the awkward part. Yeah. You, just I used to, they used to have those porn bloopers. Did you ever see any of those? Do you ever have bloopers? You have a blooper, blooper oh, reel? I don't have a blooper reel, but there's bloopers. Yeah. One of my favorite ones we shot recently and I will release it somewhere because it's too priceless not to. I, I apologize to the gentleman involved. Oh no. <laughs> I'm gonna have to do this, sir. Um, so we were shooting a newer guy and um we had a big booty girl riding him, cowgirl, right? And we always tell the new guys if you feel like you're gonna not go for it. Just let us know, be loud about it. You know, like, cause uh, you know, it's hard for new guys sometimes. So, um, we would rather get the pop shot too early than not get it at all. You know? Mm. So if you're going to not let us know, he's like, I'm going to not. So he, he, she's on him missionary or a cowgirl. And, uh, he pulls his dick out and he holds it for a second, which was the mistake. Right. Oh no. Yeah. And so when he lets go, it shoots up over her big ass over her head and covers his face <laughs> and really? he's got like super dark hair and like a dark beard and everything so it totally shows up in his eyebrow and his hair and his beard yeah he just covered his own face and wow oh my god yeah you got to release that's the funniest thing ever <laughs> yeah and you know you can see all of it like it's we're there we're like because he was like i'm gonna come and so the camera guy's like ready you know like we're there um, and are there, uh, is it, I mean, is it difficult to get like a good male performer? I feel like that would be, that, that seems to be a thing. Cause like as a woman, you know, as a woman, female performer, you could probably like do a bunch of different scenes, but these male performers, do they have to like be able to just perform again over and over on the same day? How does it work? Some of them can, or some, do they just bring in a new guy? Yeah, some of them can, some of them can't. So, you know, it's up to the performer to know his body and what he can take and what he can't and to work on his own schedule that way. Um, we we never, like my production company, Wideside, we never shoot the same guy on the same day because I know that even if he can do it, unless they're like super far apart, like a really early morning shoot and then like maybe like a late evening shoot or something, because like I know that the scenes are, one of them's going to lack you know yeah that's so I um, never, yeah um, i never a book on the same day but some guys do feel comfortable with that i'm like not on my side <laughs> <laughs> i don't want your second scene sir <laughs> <laughs> oh i got another question actually i don't know if it's like the post viagra world because i i guess a lot of the male stars use that oh, yeah you don't have to admit to that but there used sure. to be a thing called a fluffer is that a thing that still happens now or no 
Yeah. You know, um, fluffers do exist. It's a real rare occasion that you need one, but most often on group scenes, like if it's a gangbang or something, um, there might be a fluffer to, you know, help a guy get hard or something while the girls attending to, while the female performers attending to all the other male talent kind of thing. What seems to be like the popular thing? I feel like, you know, with the, all the sites now and stuff, it seems like a lot of them, what became more popular was making it seem like um, more realistic. Cause I remember like in like the nine, late nineties, like the vivid era, it was like, um, there was a lot of production, you know what I mean? And like, I see, I feel like it kind of went the other way to make it more kind of like realistic. Like and, exactly. So like, yeah. is that kind of what they're trying to do? Is that kind of what, do you do a lot of that or do they try and make it look like that or, you know, I feel like now, like what you're um, talking about, like the reality type porn that was really popular in like the early two thousands. And now it's like, you know, the world is sure is with pornography and we have it like kind of cracked wide open, you know, with the internet and everything. So you can find a little bit of everything. There's like the real amateur stuff that has like very little production and like no lighting and stuff like that. And then there's more of like a reality kind of vibe that some sites still do, you know? And um, then there's like the more um, like scripted, like vignettes and scenario type porn, scenario driven porn, which is primarily what Wideside produces, um, Naughty America, stuff like that. And then now, like, you know, the big production house, of course, is Brazzers, and they've got all the money in the world to do whatever they want. So if they, they do, want, really? Oh, yeah, for sure. If they want to rent out, like, you know, a restaurant or something and make a lot of high production value, they can do that too. Have you ever done any, like, uh, like the cuck stuff? Sure. Um, is mm-hmm. that a pretty big, like, uh, niche that's like popular? Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. What, um, what do you think it is that gets that, that, that people are going <laughs> to do with that? No, that no, stuff I'm, is kind of weird for me. I think. Right. Um, okay. So I don't fetish shame. I try not to like say that anything's weird or anything yeah. like that. And I don't think it's don't. weird. I just like, I'm, I'm wondering what exactly get, I get, is it is like a, um, Cause I do feel like some, some porn, a lot of times it get that gets people is like, if it's somewhat mean, do you know what I mean? Like if there's kind of a meanness to it, sure. so, but- everybody likes something different and there's definitely different levels to like, especially cuckolding, which is what we're talking about, you know? Um, and I've performed at each of those levels and I've seen the motivation behind it. Um, so at the bait, at the, you know, at the lowest base, I think it's, um, awe and admiration often, right. Mm. That's, uh, that's the base feeling for a cuckold is they're, uh, amazed at how the other man can penetrate the woman and make her feel good. And it, maybe it's something that this cuckold doesn't feel yeah. like he can provide for this woman. So it's like, wow, you know, like the awe and, um, you know, he, maybe he's just like lazy. <laughs> he could be fat and lazy, absolutely. But he's like, look at this strong man, just like pounding this woman and making her feel so good. You know, um, then you take that to the next level, and it's like, look at this strong man. Right, 
And then do you, when you've that done it, part, you like, like specifically that part, like, Oh, look at him. Like he's got the body. I don't have, he's got the dick that I don't have and look at him using it. And then I think it can cross into um, a little bit more of like an um, adoration and, um, you know, maybe even little bisexual curiosity yeah. thing happening, but you know, there's definitely levels to it. Not everybody that wants to be a cuckold just automatically wants to suck dick, but <laughs> um, right. yeah, it does. It can go from like, he wants to see his woman fucks really good and have her enjoy it to, he would like to participate in a male, male threesome and be um, degraded by this uh, big, beautiful. Yeah. Um, and, um, have you experienced, oh, when you, I also, I was going to ask cause Brazzers, um, were they the one, I guess that this is like a genre too. the, like the, uh, like the van thing. I don't know who started the that. Where, yeah. Where basically they're like driving and then, um, they're like, Hey, come on, get out, get in here. And then yeah, you know, that's for bang bros, bang bus. Yeah. yeah. You know, have you ever done, have you ever done those? Yeah, I actually did what they call reverse bang bus. I did it. I think I did a couple of them where we pick up guys. Oh, wow. would, would you do that, is that, that is cool. that real? Would you pick up? Because I saw one. I don't know who it was. Where like they would just pick up a random dude, and it looked real. Is that would they really? Would it be just random guys? Okay, so, <laughs> I can see you use your very intellectual brain. I can see you've got glasses on. That means you're smart. So <laughs> I'm not. Um, I just can't really before- see. <laughs> Before, um, you know, we shoot anything, obviously we're going to have to verify that the person's 18 or older, right? Paperwork has to be done. IDs have to be seen. And we also have to get everybody tested regardless. Mm-hmm. So does that answer your question? Yeah, it does. But uh, how do I mean guys, that, that they, these guys just... will be brand new maybe, or maybe they've, they've just been in a few scenes to the point where nobody's been recognized or they might have never been in a scene and they just got brought in by a casting agent. But the the fact of the matter is they were interviewed, they had paperwork done, they did their test, you know? That really shatters the illusion. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Nobody likes to hear that, but it's like you could have figured that out. Yeah. No, well, I, I, <laughs> I have a I have a question actually, because I was thinking about this the other day. Music and porn. Like back in the day, a lot of the porn had like you know, music, maybe cheesy music. Yeah. Either I'm not noticing it or they're not doing it anymore. Oh, we still put cheesy music on there. You, okay. <laughs> Some clip. It was always kind of the stereotypical, you know, when people were kind of thinking of poor music, that joke was always like, bam, chicka, bam, bam. chicka, wow, wow, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So we still get music. We, a lot of our music that we get is, you know, royalty free and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, but we try to turn it down so you can hear the, sex noises oh that must be it because used to, in the old days it would be so loud it was almost distracting a little bit right yeah, yeah. So, like once we start vocalizing we like lower the bump chicken wow <laughs> <laughs> um, i love that song yeah by the way. um <laughs> so in terms of um i know that there was a time like when the whole me too movement kind of was starting to you know roll to you know get going um Porn, like the adult film, the adult industry got, there was a little bit of attention on that, but was that an issue? Because that seemed like, you know, a thing that people were like, well, of course, this would be the one that would like, like there would probably be some 
harassment going on. Yeah. But did is that true or what's that? Is it not as much as people would think or, you know, Definitely. have you experienced that? Um, yeah, I think it's even probably a bigger problem than it was given attention. Um, you know, obviously Ron Jeremy ended up mm -hmm. in jail because of his behavior over the years. Did you ever I, work with him? Uh, yeah, we've had, we've had some moments. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, honestly, a lot of it is more than just like the me too thing within the adult industry. Cause it's a lot of manipulation, you know, um, you get young girls in the industry that, you know, don't have a strong spine in the first place, to be honest with you. And they get taken advantage of. And, um, whether it, what do you, do you mean in terms of like, they're so young, they, they kind of are like not tricked into it, but just kind of pushed into it without, well, you know, maybe, maybe, uh, coerced into doing things that they, might have second thoughts on, hmm. you know, uh, for example, I definitely know coming up as a young girl and I am fortunate enough to be like super strong, super confident. And I put off a vibe that most people don't try me to be honest with you, but I have been tried and, you know, you, you feel, yeah, producer, director gets hundreds of girls that come into his office, you know, and he's going to try somebody. He's going to try somebody like I can make you a star or like I can get you more scenes or like, yeah, just suck my dick kind of thing, you know. And um, yeah, like I think that's definitely still a thing. It may always be a thing. And you, and you had that you had people try that with you and you were, oh, were for like, sure. Yeah, for sure. To be an um, adult star. So they're, they're like, if you want to suck dicks on camera, you have to suck my dick first, basically. Kind it's, of. <laughs> I mean, not quite like, they're yeah. a little bit more slick than that. Yeah, but, that's, yeah. I would be, I'd be, I'd be very bad at this, but. but like, you know, I, I could possibly, you know, I've got another girl booked for like three or four scenes this week, but I could possibly um, book you for the her shoots instead, you know, like just depends on like how friendly you are kind of thing, you know, uh, that kind of stuff. Yeah. It definitely happened back when I started and I'm sure it's still happening. Um, I, I hear about it more with like agents than I do with like directors these days, but it happens. Yeah. And it must be, it, it must be easier to get away with because it's kind of like, well, you know, yeah. a lot of people are going to be like, well, what do you mean? Like, what did you expect? Like, yeah, that kind that of an well, at yeah. least that's what the girl is thinking. And, and that's what the manipulator is betting on as well, that she's going to be like, well, I'm here to suck dick anyway. So what's it matter if I suck two dicks or, you know, like, and nobody's going to believe me, like, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah right. you know, that kind of stuff. And nobody's going to care. Even if they do believe me, nobody's going to give a fuck. You know, so yeah, yeah I kind of remember uh, the Ron Jeremy thing. I think he, some of the women were porn stars, right? That oh, absolutely. Yeah, and and then so were people commenting like, how could that? How could you like rape a porn star? Like, you know, people really have That's that mindset, crazy, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I have had interactions with Ron, and he is a very aggressive human being. Um, he's always like I said, I am always such a bad judge because people are always very respectful to me. But yeah, he's been like slightly aggressive and I've had to be like, no, Ron, sit down, chill, you know, like, <laughs> calm down. And then there's been other moments where he's like, you know, he's actually asked me for permission, you know, like, is this bother you? And I'm like, no, go ahead. Let's make out, you know, or whatever. Um, but 
Did not he have a he did he have a rap that you had heard about for years like before all this went down? You don't need to hear the rap. You can his his being his essence is very stuck in like seventy six. You know, um, where things were different in the world, and I'm not. I'm not blaming him or not blaming him. It's just a matter of fact. When you're around him, it's he oozes sex. He wants to touch every part of your body. And if you're not ready for that, and if you're not ready to ha- come like with your boundaries and your your nose, then you're gonna be like, oh my god, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> Do you um? How familiar are you with like the the Tracy Lord's whole story? Fairly, fairly familiar. Is that still like kind of talked about in the in the adult film industry? No, no, it's kind of like ancient history at this point. Yeah. And Um, there's so many laws and rules in effect that that could never happen anymore. And so that's kind of what you were saying when you have to make sure they're 18 and stuff, because she was like the one that kind yeah. of and they take that shit yeah but they test like i knew someone who dated a porn star they're like yeah they're te- getting tested constantly like it's everything is on lockdown <laughs> age thing the testing thing yeah. everything we have this um paperwork that we have to turn into the government well we don't have to turn it in unless they request it but we have to have it ready for them and it's called a 2257 form and that's an age verification document that's not for us that's for them so um you know, every scene that you see out there is verified that the person in it is over 18 with I, with a government issued ID. What is like one of the things, what's something like the, like if somebody just watched porn from the outside, what, what would be something that you could tell them that's like, like almost like a myth, like that they, that they have no idea that would be surprising to someone who's just like a viewer or like um, in terms of like, you say you actually are into it when you're doing, you're having this. There's scene. a lot of girls who are not. There's a lot of girls who really? are not. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And um, I think a lot of people, you know, maybe if you put a couple thoughts to it, you come across. But if you're a male performer, you have to work with plenty of girls you're not attracted to that are not attracted to you. Your job is way harder than the female's job. I realize that we're the ones that make the bread for the production for the most part, usually, but the guys actually have a lot harder job, you know, um, it's, I would, it's I, really I would hard to that, have yeah. sex with somebody who is completely disinterested in you. Yeah. Plus being on camera and getting a boner. That's, a, that's like a, kind of a skill in, in itself in a way. Right. You know? And if you're, if you're attracted to young petite women and you get booked with somebody like me, you're, you're going to be thrown off no matter how awesome I am to you, you know? Um, so yeah, like it's a hard job for guys. And you've had that where like, you know, there's a, you're in a scene with a guy and can you kind of tell like, maybe he's not that into it. And like, you have to really try and like, all right, dude, let's. Absolutely. And, um, I think one that sticks out the most to me, was like a foursome. So it was two girls and two guys. It was me and another girl and two guys. And every time I went over to the other guy, his stick <laughs> went soft. I was like, oh, shit. You know, I don't take an offense because it's like, this is my job. It's like, whatever. Right. I wouldn't see Tim as my partner either, you know? Right, right. But, um, yeah, so, like, I go over to this guy. His dick keeps going soft. I'm like, I'm, like, halfway through the scene. And it's not something you want to, like, state because it could, like, mentally throw it off for everybody. But halfway through the scene, I'm just like, I'm going to stay over here. <laughs> <laughs> You guys are getting along really good over there, and yeah. we're getting along really good over yeah, here. This is a weird foursome. It's just really just two couples having sex right next to yeah, each other. Yeah, <laughs> like every time I go over there, his dick goes soft. It's like, yeah, well, it's fine. Um, just a couple more things. Just I had a because uh, talking about the testing, I, 
I guess you guys also get tested for COVID a lot, I would imagine, right? Is that a, every that a thing? three days? Yeah. <laughs> wow, and, really? And then I saw this thing that just definitely didn't work for me, I guess, during the pandemic, where they were where people wearing face masks and having sex. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that just did not do it for me. That, right. I, I don't want to like, you know, you don't want to definitely ruin the, the blowjob scene. <laughs> you know, honestly, it was so weird. I had so many requests for COVID porn. Really? Yeah. So we actually did make a couple uh, movies, not necessarily where people were wearing masks during the scene, but the pickup like was a realistic pickup. Like we're out in public with masks on, we're in an Uber with masks on, you know, we're coming in from being outside with masks on and like take our mask off. Like, Oh, that was such a rough day kind of thing, you know? So um, I think people wanted to see a sign of the times, you know? Oh, interesting. Yeah. I thought that was going to be a trend. Do you, um, what is it like with like, you know, the other, like, you know, female performers in your industry, do you all get along? Are you really competitive or what is it like? Or is there, um, are there some people that are just like awful and really super competitive? I'm going to turn this question around to you. What about (laughs) comedians? Do you get along with all comedians? Do you hang out with all of them? Are they competitive? Um, she's answered the question for you. I mean, we, yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Yeah, So you you hate everyone you work with? No, it's just like any other job, honestly. Some people I get along with, some people I get along with enough to hang out with afterwards, some people I get along with just on camera. It's like, oh, we're working friends, you know. Um, it's all over the place. Does it make it harder or easier to work with someone you you get along with or don't get along with on camera? Because you know, the whole thing, because you know, the whole thing of like with actors when they're like you know in a movie together it's kind of like they say it ruins the chemistry when they're actually together off screen the couple right but you also see the same groups of actors doing especially comedians doing the same movies with each other because they vibe and they gel Mm. you know like you know um yeah yeah, you think of like any comedian comedic movie is a lot of times they have the same group of like actors in there you know and i think it's the same way with us like if you find, you know, people that you like work well with when the opportunity strikes to work with them again, you're like, yeah, of course, like we work great together. And because well, you, you, I'm what's to say what, cause comics are notorious also for like shitting on other comics. Like you'll watch a comic cause <laughs> on stage you don't like, you're like, oh, that joke he did is hacky. It's crappy. Right. Have you ever w- watched another porn star? And you're like, that's that, that you call it a blow job. Are you kidding me? Like you do yeah, stuff like that's that. So hack. Are you <laughs> <licking> <laughs> the tip? In my own home, that's what ruins porn for me, actually. Yeah. Because like, I, I would never do it with other, you know, in a, in a public scenario, but like in the privacy of my own home, if somebody wants to watch porn, they come to find out really quick. Watching porn with me is not fun. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I'm like, Oh, that's horrible. She's not enjoying it at all. <laughs> you know, I fucked on that couch before and that couch is really squeaky. I don't know how they got the squeaks out of the audio. Though. <laughs> that's hilarious. You know, yeah, like that, like, that kind of takes the sexiness like out of it. Oh, it, there's no sexiness in me watching porn. I apologize. Don't watch porn with me. <laughs> that's really funny. Cause if I watch uh, a comedian uh, with a non-comic, I ruin it for them too. Cause I like right. br- break everything down. So that's really no, funny. It's true. I can't even really watch comedy now. So yeah. like, is that you're probably not going home and putting porn on, right? I would imagine. <laughs> what do you like what, when you go home after a, a day at work, what do you want to watch? Like that, maybe that's a good question. My, what do porn? What do porn stars watch when they get home? I have never watched porn really. Like I have a lot of like sex, and I would rather watch your dick going in my mouth. 
Like, okay. Yeah. Fair I don't enough. Have <laughs> unnecessarily. Yeah. Like I've got so much, like I'm, I've got a lot of sexual energy and I've got so much amazing thoughts, my spank bank. And um, yeah, like there's things I want to do that require my hands and my eyes and my attention that I'm not going to be watching porn. No. You know? Right. So that was <laughs> some of the, when you like, because you're having sex, you know, at work, um, first of all, great job. To begin with. <laughs> um, but when you go home, do you like, are you having a lot of sex, like on your off time or what? I am, oh, I am, okay. actually. <laughs> really? Even after a whole day? You're she like, can, right. she can bring her work home with her. She's, she's yeah. yeah. You know what? Especially after a long day, um, because a long day means that it may have been a little bit of a struggle at some point. I may have not gotten off exactly how I would have liked to have gotten off. And when I come home to whatever situation I come home to, you know, being single, I, I want to be fulfilled myself. It's like a little bit selfish and, um, you know, maybe we'll turn the lights off. And well, where do you meet? Where do you meet guys? Like, uh, um, you know, I've got a lot of really good friends and I've had um, the same group of friends for like most of my friends I've had for over like 10 years. So can you now. just like call a random dude and be like, hey, come I mean, they're not oh. random, but yeah. 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 yeah but I yeah. mean, like, I got a black you know. book. I got a black book, you know. Oh, wow. Are they usually, are they I call usually... it the rotation? <laughs> <laughs> Are you, um, are they usually like, yeah, sure. Okay, cool. Well, you know, everybody's got different lives and stuff. So it just, just if time permits, you know, like, is it, yeah. is it people in the industry or is it just, just regular civilians? I got a couple people. I got a couple people I hit in the industry and a couple regular civilians and celebrities and yeah, like I've got celebrities. Cool. All right. Uh, yeah. Johnny. Stable. Do you ever Johnny get, uh, I mean, I'm sure you get solicited by some of your fans. Uh, is it ever like anything ever creepy? too creepy <laughs> no i'm sure they're never creepy right? <laughs> yeah it's like a blessing when somebody's not creepy you're like wow you just told me how many times you jerked off to me in like the least creepiest way <laughs> <laughs> how do you okay that's that's another how do you say that not creepily um you know you know i'm just enjoying your work for years Ah, uh, okay. That sounds so not creepy, right? Like, That's true. I'm yeah. Like, oh, but really, what you just said is like I've jerked off to you more than I've right. jerked off to anybody. <laughs> what a gentleman. Um. So yeah, like um, have you ever been like you know, just kind of randomly contacted by like a celebrity that you like really loved or really sure. were a fan of? Sure. Like, I feel like that I probably have reached out. Like I, I definitely, I, I shoot shots. And have they, have they, have you, have you scored the shot? Yeah, for sure. Has what, one of them ever no. been Johnny Depp? Because he's having a real bad week. We were just talking about. I it. know that. <laughs> he need, he I, needs I actually, a blowjob. Right job. before you called, I was reading an article about like his, yeah, his week. It sounds rough. He's got a nice voice. Like his non-acting voice is very nice. Well, I, I was actually, it's interesting because he's one of those guys that like, as years has gone on, he he has this almost like a, a f- affect in his voice where he almost sounds British. Yeah. You know, he's like. A little bit or like affluent. Yeah, which is funny because I'm like, didn't you drop out of school in like the fourth grade and like grow up in Kentucky? Yeah, he's like, oh, it was very nice when I, but um, yeah. Was, what about Charlie Sheen? Is he because I know he was always known. Right. You don't have to tell him if you hooked up, but I mean, he was like a guy well, I, that was. I mean, did not he, like if if 
which I, I'll be honest, I don't even remember. But if he would have ever hit me up, I would have never responded. Mm. Yeah. No, like, I don't like high drama fuckery. Like, if, it, if there's high drama fuckery involved, you're not going to get a reply. <laughs> what is high What is high drama fuckery? Uh, you know, um, that's a good title for a, a movie, I would think. Yeah, high <laughs> drama fuckery. Somebody that's just constantly in the news, you know, like, yeah, I want nothing to do with that. Is They're, he known? He was almost like a um, porn groupie, it seemed like. Right. right. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. yeah, I. I just, I really don't like drama. I don't like people talking about me uncontrollably. Um, I like, yeah, I like neat and tidy private situations that, yeah, can remain that way. And there's certain celebrities that, like, I wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole or somebody else's 10-foot pole, no? (laughs) Um, She wouldn't have sex with Alec Baldwin, apparently, you know, so. Oh, wow. (laughs) Because he will shoot you in the eye. (laughs) Literally. Um, is it, but yeah, does that happen a lot? I, is that something like, um, I think there is probably a mix between like, you know, just celebrities in Hollywood and the adult film industry, but they don't want to kind of like, they don't want to put it out there. They do that. But the, is there a big kind of overlap? Cause not a huge overlap, but, um, you know, it would make sense because I feel like they would want to be with people who were like very good at the best of what they're doing right Mm -hmm. absolutely um but i think there's also in this day and age there's also like a lot of fear that uh you know they're gonna get blasted it's Mm -hmm. you know it's unfortunate but there's a lot of loose slips sinking ships out there (laughs) you know um i'm i've just been the type of person i just don't like my business out there on front street and when it has been and i've been trending and stuff like that i'm like not happy about it at all really (laughs) and is there and there must be a thing with we'll we'll wrap we'll wrap this up soon but we'll We'll wrap it up uh, yeah yeah. i just have 50 more questions (laughs) um, (laughs) we could go all day but we don't want to no no i i just have so like you know because of you know what you do and you know when when you meet a lot of people especially guys do they kind of assume like oh she's going to be easy so like i'll just say this and this so like i'll be able to is there must be is there a misconception with that like you were saying that if they're not creepy about it so like people think they have to be creepy around you i, I would feel uh, like- i think people sometimes not everybody some people bring their a game or and i really ultimately respect that the most but when people don't even try that's very disappointing because it's like i'm a human i'm a woman i um just what do you mean I don't even try like they're just putting in nothing into i i've had um a specific i'll just put it out there i've had a specific celebrity uh come up to me and say i'm fucking you tonight and i was like no wow actually you're not like yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i mean and no, no. <laughs> that was um that yeah, was Michael so like, Sarah. Yeah, I just I feel like, you know, regardless of what I do for a living, you should treat me with respect. And I, you know, if you're gonna hit on me, hit on like do your best, you yeah. know. Right, right. Especially put a little work into it. Yeah, especially since I'm Sarah J. Like I've heard it all. Tell me something I haven't heard. Make yourself stand out, you know, like what's a thing that someone has said to you that you're like that got it got your attention with that made them stand out? Like um, if you treat me like a regular person and not like a celebrity, I am my pussy is like dripping wet. Like, yeah, yeah same thing for me. me at a bar, 
If you just walk up to me at a bar and say something nice and like polite, you know, like, Hey, how you doing? You know, like, uh, are you here by yourself? Would you like a drink? Just treat me like a regular, normal girl. Right. is like super hot, but you like, are a regular normal girl. I mean, that's the thing. I it's, appreciate that. Thank you. Know, you. And I don't think that people, people get it built up in their head that I'm like this thing over here. Like, yeah, Eric, yeah. we see right or this thing doing. down here. Like, <laughs> here you know? No, but you're a person, you know, and people like don't want to be treated like weirdly or different. You know, it, I think that it just applies to anybody. I, I would imagine, uh, you know, I would like to think so, but I've come across people and especially like celebrities who actually enjoy the celebrity life and they do not want to be treated like a regular person. That's why they do this whole thing is because they want all the attention and all the accolades and they want you to be like really excited to see them. <laughs> I get treated like but a regular I'm not that person. person. I'm like, I'm just humble. I get treated like a regular person all the time. It's very overrated. <laughs> Being treated like a regular person. Um, I, okay. Yeah. So, well, you know, we've had you for about an hour. So yeah, um, we'll I mean, we could go. we could go all day with. You. I mean, there's so many questions, but uh, you, I'm sure. I'm you so agree. glad you guys can go all day. You can't say Don't anything get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. What we could do all day. Um. Okay. Well, thanks a lot. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything to plug or anything? I mean, yeah, yeah. You can plug your website yeah, or something. Um, I've got a links portal at sarahjlinks.com. And right now I'm out here in New York doing a media tour uh, for my CBD line, sarahjcbd.com. Oh, there you got go. CBD products that I put in some of the uh, dispensaries here in the city. And uh, yeah. Oh, really? Are there dispensaries now? Yeah. I'm- yeah. They're like quasi ones. They're popping up. Right. I, I Yeah. It's yeah. going to be legal completely soon, but I don't know what's going on right now. Yeah, right now um, you can get gifted some marijuana at uh, some places like Legacy and uh, really, it'd be K. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah, oh, wow, I'm really I'm so out of the loop. Art. <laughs> yeah, you can buy some art, and they uh, they'll gift you some marijuana. Where do you? Oh, do you... that's how they do it. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Do you live in on the West Coast, like full time? I live that... in Miami. Oh wow, nice. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Well, uh, thanks for coming on, Sarah J. What and, a pleasure. Uh, thanks for yeah. having me. Yeah, guest. we really appreciate it. Yeah. This is yeah. really enlightening to me. I don't <laughs> I don't watch porn. Eric does. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, okay, I, well, I, I read magazines, porn magazines from the sixties, you know. I don't watch them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too, right. I'm too busy porn. living porn. Okay, yeah. thanks a lot. Yeah. All right, Sarah J. Thanks again. And uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. And uh, we'll see you next time on LE2B, Last Exit of Brooklyn. Bye. Bye.